But we had a really, really amazing year uh, at North County Christ the King. And when I say that, I mean you. You are North County Christ the King. And so when I talk about our church, I'm not talking about staff. I'm not talking about, you know, just, just people who attend once in a while. I'm saying you, you are the heart and soul of North County, um, along with, of course, the Holy Spirit who lives in us. But I just want to say that God gave us a great year. And, you know, um, what the Jews did back in the day as God's chosen people, when they would have uh, great things happen, they would pause. They would pause and they would wait and they would listen to the Lord and they would give thanks and they would praise him for all the good things that he had done. So we're going to do that this morning. It's become our tradition uh, the first Sunday or so of the year. Uh, we get to share with you all the good things God has done in and through you. And so this morning, we are just blessed to have our staff with us here today, and they're going to do that with us. Uh, before we do, I just want to mention the reading guide. So if you're a Bible reader, uh, last year I had about 230 or 40 people read through the Bible with me online, and we would share thoughts and ideas. It's a lot of fun. You can join this group on your church app if you have that, or you can go to our website and you can say, join Pastor Kurt's reading group. This year, we're not going to read through the entire Bible. We're going to uh, take smaller bites. Um, and just take some time and savor uh, two or three verses a day. And so, and then we're going to have some time to talk about it. And this will coincide with our first sermon series. So if you read through the Bible, you're just going to go as deep as you can uh, with this first sermon series. That's called Focus Faith. And so that's pretty exciting. So if you want to do that, uh, we also have paper. Remember this? Paper reading guides at the, at the media center out there. So you can also get a paper one if you want. But I'm so excited to have our staff with us here today and just share with you the good things that God has done and to give him thanks for who he is. And I just feel like it's so important for us to do this because you may not know half of what is actually going on through your church, uh, through you. So we're going to do that. And the first guy up this morning is David Viss. David is our finance director. And David and I have been doing men's ministry for years, literally probably 12, 13 years together here at North County. And a few years ago, Dave, who was an attorney, came to me and said, Hey, I'm kind of tired of being an attorney. What do you got for me? And within the next six months or so, it opened up that he could become our finance director. So we're blessed to have him. And he's going to start us off by telling you some of the good things that God has done at North County this year. Hi, church. Welcome to 2020 Presentation Sunday. My name is David Viss, and I'm your director of finance, among other jobs. Here's my team, HR director, Denise Clarks, Larry Floms, our IT director, and Sean Holtorf is our facilities director. We're the kind of behind-the-scenes team around here. Next on the photo, you'll see admin team. They do reception, database entry, weekly money counts, and they also keep track of giving records at the end of the year. In prior years, I've done a pie chart presentation for giving and expenses. But this year, I'm on a beach in Hawaii celebrating my 34th anniversary with my wife, Kathy. So we decided that pie charts and, and numbers are kind of boring. When we're doing it on film, they're really boring. So instead, this year, I'm going to do Dave's top 10 list. Drum roll, please. 10, we paved the north parking lot. It looks great. Nine, the Thanksgiving baskets project has been renamed the Robert Parsons project. Some of you get that, some of you don't. We gave away 40 baskets to needy families at Thanksgiving time. And in care, we gave away more than $100,000 to local needs and members of our church's needs. Eight, we blessed the Sox off Mongolia. Thank you, church. Seven, we hired Sean Holtorf to be the full-time facilities director. Enough said. Six, missions income, again, above 400,000. 
We're gonna, I'm predicting we're going to be at to 450000 by end of year. Sandra Smith's going to give you the detail of how that got spent. Number five, the gift. Just an amazing year, folks. 122 families, 335 kids. We saved Christmas for them. And those numbers aren't even on our financial numbers here. Number four, 12% is our new number for giving to missions. Yes, we're doing a 10% tithe plus 2% overage per the council's decision at the last council meeting. That's a big deal, folks. Number three, we launched the NCCTK app. Text NCCTK to 77977. That's NCCTK to 77977. Be a cool kid. We've got 578 downloads already. Number two, tithe income is 2.8 million. Thank you, thank you, people, for giving and giving and making ministry possible and partnership and partnering with us in ministry. I predict we're going to be north of 3.6 million in total revenue by the end of the year. And what did we do with that money? Number one, we paid off our mortgage. Yes, we're debt-free. No more long-term debt as of the end of October. So I want to lead you now in arousing Dave Ramsey, we're debt-free scream. So everybody, please, on your feet to, to yell this out. I'm going to count you down, three, two, one, and we're going to yell together, we're debt-free. Three, two, one. We're debt-free. Come on, church, you can do better than that. I want to hear it in Hawaii. Let's really yell it out like we really mean it. Evan's probably going to film this here. Three, two, one. We're debt free. As Dave Ramsey would say, that's a really big deal. Folks, thank you so much for your generosity. And now enjoy the rest of the presentations of our team. I'm out. Oh, thank you. Hi. I'm Ramona Stump, Director of Life Ministry here, and that means I am really good at finding things for people to do. And you can just ask my husband, Paul. <laughs> he knows about that. Our church family is full of doers. We have a lot of doers here, and I'm blessed to know many of them. We have a wonderful team of hundreds of volunteers, and that's just on the adult ministry side. They help make our church welcoming and safe through the year. Pastor Kurt often says that we are better together, right? And many of you prove that every week. This is a picture of the Life Ministry office team. Most work about five hours a week and serve in other areas as well. You see Michelle Flint up there. Whoops, I'm supposed to gesture here. Um, uh, she leads women's ministry, and you'll hear from her in just a moment. Sandra Smith helps with first-time guests and is our missions coordinator. Uh, Tracy works with our weekend teams and is the freedom session support. Uh, Emily helps with events and care. Vanessa shepherds classes and groups. Bethany leads the Thrive Marriage Ministry and leads worship on the side. And Jenny is our amazing tech expert. She does so much more, too. Together, we get people connected, informed about, and plugged into adult ministry opportunities here. Our focus is to support and serve, especially our volunteers, who we consider our co-workers in ministry. Just listen to what these volunteer ministers do here. They lead most of our classes and studies. They make the coffee. They prepare, yes, they prepare our prayer letter and they pray for our services. They are the safety response team. They prepare communion and they staff our Sunday hospitality greeter and usher teams. They lead small groups and they cover our care ministry needs. They're amazing. Volunteers help with our connection events and welcome volunteers. In fact, volunteers did most of the work at our summer picnic this year at the fairgrounds. We hosted about 500 people. It was amazing. Yeah. 
Last fall, over 100 people got together to do yard work and honeydew projects for families who needed the help. And we're going to do that again in the spring. And every week, a group of 15 to 20 volunteers go to the care center to lead a hymn sing. We have a, vol- a visitation team, too, and they check in on our people who are at home or in care centers and can't make it to church. Just about 100 people are preparing for even more ways to minister right now, taking a chaplaincy training course. You can still join the last five sessions. From there, we're looking to launch an emergency response team, spiritual care team, and deploy more people into visitation and leading small groups. Wonder where you fit in? Well, we have the SHAPE seminar coming up. Please sign up and discover your spiritual gifts and God's direction for your ministry service. Um, It's such a privilege to be a part of a church, this church family that loves Jesus and people so very much. Thank you to everyone who dedicates time and talents to any of our ministries. We need you. We thank you. We love serving with you, and we are honored to support you. Thanks, Ramona. Hi, everybody. Well, hey, everybody's getting cheers today. It's great. You're eating into my time, though. Okay, hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Joel Van Mersbergen. I am the house guitar player. I'm also the uh, pastor of worship and creative arts, and it's my privilege uh, to lead the uh, creative arts team, who you'll see behind me, uh, not in the trees, right there. So uh, let me introduce you to everybody. So the top left is Randy Fleming. He is your uh, multimedia producer. That's me with a hat. That rarely happens. There uh, on the top right, that's Evan. Uh, Vickers, he is our tech director. He is also turning on the music if we go too long. Uh, on the bottom left is Lisa Denbleicher, who loves having her face up here. She is the lead graphic designer, and uh, she designs all the cool stuff that you see. Uh, Julie Lukens is our project manager. She is she just keeps everything running. She's awesome. And then Becky Gerlach here is our worship director. Uh, and this is your creative arts team. Isn't that great? Everything that we do really kind of centers around this verse uh, in 1 Corinthians 9, uh, verses 22 and 23. Paul said, When I am with those who are weak, I share in their weakness, for I want to bring the weak to Christ. Yes, I try to find common ground with everyone doing everything I can to save some. I do everything to spread the good news and share in its blessings. We really believe that there is great value in keeping things pretty and keeping things beautiful and using the arts because the arts are something that really communicates to our culture and the people around us in our communities and in our world are used to seeing movies and signs and ads and hearing songs and all of that and we feel that we should be using that if we've been gifted for that for the glory of Christ and so we do we do our best to keep things excellent and to make things look good so that we can get the attention of those uh, in our culture and those around us. And so we work really hard at keeping the music excellent. We work really hard at all the design, you know, the programs that you grab today, um, all of the advertisements that you see, that's all done in-house here, and we work hard at keeping that great. Uh, we also do a lot of video production. Uh, we, we really love to share people's stories of what Christ has done in their lives so that we can share in service, but also we get to share those on, uh, on social media. And so then, you know, your friends on social media can see the things that you see. And so then we can spread the message of what Jesus is actively doing in people's lives around here. So that's what we love to do as the creative arts team. There's great value in using the arts for his glory. We're so thankful for all of you, all of your support, all the volunteers that come and help out as well. And um, we really couldn't do it without everybody. Everybody. So thank you, everyone. We love you. Well, hi, my name is Michelle Flint, and I have the privilege of 
being the women's ministry director here, and um, there's a picture of myself and my assistant, Tiffany Smith, and she really is the voice of women's ministry, and um, I want to thank her for that, and also thank you to the Life Changers team. Thank you for all you do to support women's ministry in our church and our community. So women's ministry, uh, because of volunteer leaders who love Jesus, has a lot of different groups. We have Coffee and Conversation, which you can see several of the ladies there from Coffee and Conversation. And that's a place to get together for fellowship. They meet on Mondays. The average attendance is 40, but there's room for a lot more. And so we'd love to have you come. Mom Break meets the second and fourth Tuesday of the month. All the moms are welcome to gather for support, fellowship, and to learn from one another. And we average 20 in attendance and have seen a lot of new faces this year. We also have Thursday morning and evening Bible study. We average 60 in attendance but have grown as big as 80 plus at times. We are starting a new study on First and Second Kings this Thursday and would love to have you join us. Thursday evenings also hosts a Spanish Bible study in the Life Center front room at 630. Other groups in women's ministry include single sisters, sewing love, knitting with Lita, moms in prayer, and reclaimed, which is a confidential support for women who have dealt with infidelity. And I have the privilege of meeting with women uh, through the year to go through restoring the foundations with them. And we have a seminar coming up on Saturday to learn more about that. Um, And it's for men and women. And um, women's ministry also offers other classes, including boundaries taught by Christy Miller. And there will be a boundaries class coming February 8th. So be looking for information on that. And in September, we had an incredible women's retreat, and five, five women from our own church body were breakout speakers, and they did a fantastic job. Over 75 women attended, and God did an incredible amount of healing, and his name was glorified. Our focus was on identity, with the secondary focus on community, and God really shined through in both areas. And none of these things would be possible without our volunteers, leaders, and you, our faithful church, who pours out so much into making women's ministry what it is. Thank you for your giving, your prayers, your encouragement, and all that you do. Lives are being changed for the glory of God. Thank you. Hey everybody, my name is Caleb Hutchins and I'm the, uh, this is also Rachel, my wife, I'm the director of short-term missions and the refinery here at North County Christ the King. Uh, The refinery is a program for teens and 20-somethings and it's really unique in that we don't just do discipleship, we also have a heavy focus on missions, both locally and globally. And how we do that is we look up, we look in, and then we look out. So we really focus on who Jesus is, his character, his nature, the Holy Spirit, and then we look in at us and how he made us. Uh, We apply biblical truths, and then we take our thoughts about who God is and how how that could potentially change the way we see ourselves and our friends and our family. Um, And then we look out. So we look at the world. We look at our community. um, And we really hope to build our biblical worldview that way. Uh, It's a two-part program. So we have a lecture phase and two outreaches. We bring in speakers from all over, and they cover a wide variety of topics. We have small groups for our students so they can process these lectures. And we have mentors for those students, uh, and they meet one-on-one and just continue to grow 
uh, in that mentorship relationship. Um, if you look over here, you get to see our wonderful refinery staff. Honestly, we would not be able to do what we do without them. So thank you guys so much. Uh, right now we are in, yes, clap. <laughs> right now we're in our sixth refinery program. We have 15 wonderful students. We're in the middle of our lecture phase, and we're about to start planning our uh, local and our global trips. Uh, these trips are awesome because it allows us to fulfill the Great Commission, both here locally in Whatcom County and abroad as we partner with our um, our missionaries that we support as a church overseas. So I just want to say thank you. Thanks, Dave. So in addition to serving alongside Caleb in the refinery, I am the point person for Oikos, which is our young adults ministry here at the church. Um, it kind of fills the gap after students have are post-high school and done with uh, Anchor and their good time with Matthew Gerlach. Um, Within Oikos, we have a number of community groups, we have some Bible studies, and we also have some prayer groups. You can find out more info about when those meet in the involvement guide or shoot me an email. I'd love to hear from you. I want to take a minute to thank Dave Miller for his commitment to his men's Bible study and for reaching out to men in the community. For Brian Garys and Chelsea Davidson, they have been so faithful in planning events um, and hosting and facilitating community. Um, and lastly, Emily and Jeremy Wood, um, for their fun initiative with Bible and Brunch that takes place here. Thank you, guys. Thank you for helping us to offer lots of stuff to our community. New development, we meet in between services in the Connection Corner. We've got a meet and greet. Um, if you fall in that demographic and you'd like to get involved, we would love to meet with you. Um, there's always a group of us over there eating something <laughs> and hopefully chatting. You can figure out how to get plugged in. Thank you, North County, for your support of missions and discipleship. Hello, everyone. My name's Jackie Vanderpaul, and I'm the director at Tiny Treasures Preschool. Uh, we're located over in Kids Place um, in the farm, safari, and mountain rooms. We have 11 teachers, including myself, Trina Barron, Amber Brown, Amy Cantrell, Shawnaki Chambers, Liz Dykstra, Laura Greenfield, Marka Hill, Trisha McPhail, Ashley Solom, and Melissa Van Cleve. We have seven different classes running with 120 students in our program, and they're all ages three to five. Our classes run every Monday through Friday morning and afternoons as well. Um, we have been running at full capacity for the last few years, and we continue to maintain an extensive wait list. Now, when we're in preschool, um, we teach letters, numbers, colors, and shapes, but we're also trying to teach the kids how to do school. And that means they can line up, sit and listen, make good choices. They play well with others. They develop a sense of self. And, of course, the fan favorite, a buckle and bubble. Matthew, Matt, you want to stand up and show them real quick? <laughs> Kurt, perfect. Thank you. If they're doing that, they cannot touch anybody, and they are listening to me. So... <laughs> Um, we, we teach from a biblical perspective, and um, each class has a daily Bible time, and we do a strong emphasis in prayer. The Bible is one of the greatest tools we can utilize, and at the beginning of every year, all of the classes spend the first few weeks learning and reviewing the fruit of the Spirit. We can identify these specific qualities that God wants each of us to grow in our lives, and we can help the children understand why they're important and apply them and grow them not only in school, but at home as well. And I can easily say as a teacher, hey, I like how you're showing patience by waiting to talk, or are you showing kindness? 
Tiny Treasures isn't just a school. It's a ministry and an extension of our church. Uh, We have a variety of families that attend. Some are believing, but some aren't. And um, we plan field trips and parties. And most recently, we put on our annual Christmas program where we saw over 700 people attend. And these are all opportunities um, to bring families together, invite people into our church, and to share the love of Christ, not just with the children, but the families as well. We do charge tuition. The tuition helps to purchase supplies for school and pays teachers' salaries. Any surplus um, we is used to help the church offset things like utilities or janitorial services. This year, we were able to purchase blinds for each of the classrooms. We helped kids' place buy new rugs, and we renovated the owl room and turned it into the mountain room. Thank you, church, for your continued prayers, love, and support of the preschool. We couldn't do it without you. Hey, everybody. My name is Becky Gerlock, and I'm the worship director here at North County Christ the King. We have a lot of fun doing worship here, and between our Linden services, our Kendall services, our Anchor Ministries, and our Edge Ministries, we have over 65 people that serve on the worship teams here, which is pretty awesome. We have a lot of fun. This year, we've continued to increase a very strong emphasis on raising up the next generation of worship leaders, which I find to be an extremely important thing to do, because in Psalm 8, 2, it says, through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. It's through the children, it's through this next generation that we're going to see worship increase. We're going to see the name of Jesus be proclaimed more and more. So we're going to help that happen. Our combat school of worship just... Uh, We just had our third year of that. We had over 20 students who came in and learned a lot about how to play their instruments better and how to worship more intensely. And you can see over here, this is our combat leadership team. And this was the group that got to lead worship after they graduated. And you're going to see them again next week. It's going to be really fun. On top of that, all of these students have gotten involved as far as leading in Kendall, leading here in Linden, and leading for the Edge and the Anchor almost every single week. Out of combat, we also started our very first worship internship here where we've had a few people come in and they learn everything from how to set the stage, how to pick out songs based off of the sermon topic and how to schedule people, all of that great stuff. Out of that also, we hired one of our interns as our first Kendall worship leader. So Faith Schmidt took over as our Kendall worship leader and she is doing a phenomenal job up there. Here at North County, we strongly believe in church unity around the county, and so we've gotten together twice with Sunrise Baptist and First Reformed to have some prayer and worship nights together, and it's a beautiful thing to see the community come together to worship Jesus. We've also had some great times celebrating this year the resurrection. We celebrated the resurrection with our kids' place fun fair in here, which we led live worship for for a few hours. Uh, We went to the Refresh Family Camp, which is for foster and adoptive families, and we led worship through their entire weekend camps. And at the end of the year in November, we took a group of our uh, worship team members to the Christian Musician Summit, where we just got some time to dwell in worship and to learn from some of the greats in the worship music industry. We had a lot of fun through this year with our team nights and backstage talks, but I think the highlight of our year was our Christmas concert where we raised over $3,500 for the Christmas gift. 
Colossians 3.16 says, Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. Thank you so much to all our volunteers, to everybody who helps make worship happen here at North County. Hey. Hello, everyone. My name is Matthew Gerlach. I'm the pastor of student ministries here at North County Christ the King. So what that means is I spend the majority of my time with middle school and high school students. Yeah, that's right. Um, we had a great year last year. We uh, saw a lot of students really turn their lives around, make 180 degree turns after surrendering their hearts to Jesus. It's such a fantastic thing when you watch a student who's struggling or going through a hard time decide that they want Jesus and they want to change their life. And once they choose Jesus and really turn it around, it's just, it's like nothing else. I'll tell you guys right now. So it's a great year, but our students are facing a lot of things. Our world is a confusing place. Our kids are growing up with real problems. They're being told that they can find themselves in all of these broken and sinful things of the world. And so our prayer for your students, our prayer for our kids that come up through the anchor, is that once we release them after they graduate high school, that they know more than anything else that they're grounded and they're anchored in Jesus Christ. And he's the only place to find their true identity. So I want to introduce my team. I got a bunch of crazies up here, but on the end, that's Stephen Michael George and his wife, Delcy George. Delcy is our student ministries manager, which means she makes all the smart decisions. And Stephen is her assistant. (laughs) Uh, I'd also like to take a minute to thank our amazing volunteers. I can see some of you guys up front here. You guys are, are an awesome team. I am blessed every single week when I come to ministry and know that as a team, we're going to love our kids and we're going to be Jesus to them. So thank you guys for every week for showing up. Uh, I want to thank Rose Crabtree and her fantastic team of culinary minded people. They feed us on Monday and Tuesday nights. And that's a, that's a really important thing. I was actually wondering if we could get chicken Alfredo maybe coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, We have a lot of kids coming to ministry. We have like 50 plus high schoolers coming on Monday nights. We have uh, around 80 to 100 middle schoolers on Tuesday nights. Uh, Stephen and Delcy's middle school program uh, for Sunday school over here will get anywhere from 40 to 70 kids on a Sunday morning. So that's over 200 students a week that we're getting an opportunity to disciple. Uh, Last year we took... 20 kids and seven leaders on a mission trip to Mexico, partnering with YWAM. It was a a fantastic and amazing trip. So if you're in eighth grade through 12th grade and you want to go to Mexico, let me know. This year, we also have a summer camp coming up at Black Diamond Camps for our middle school and high school kids. So stay posted on that. And I'd like to also just say thank you so much to you guys as a family, as a church, for supporting your kids, for sending them to youth group, and for all that you do in prayer and giving and love for our youth. You're awesome. I was really hoping to get the music, so I thought I'd tell a a dad joke or two, if you guys wouldn't mind. But I didn't get the music? Come on. Well, good morning, church. I am Matt Bateman. I am the pastor of Edge and Family Ministries, and I'd love to introduce you to my assistant, Emily Colosicio, but I only have this awesome picture because she's in Argentina visiting family. This is literally the best picture I could find of us, but we're still photogenic. You can go to the next picture. Um, 
So ministry in Edge, in Edge, God has continued to grow it, and we've seen so much that we actually have to meet in the anchor on Wednesday nights now because uh, there's so many kids. But while the while the numbers are important, what's really important is that God's word is being shared with these kids. And our our mission in Edge is to guide these students to become firmly rooted in their relationship with Jesus Christ. Romans 12.2 says, Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Our goal is that these students will understand who Christ is and who they are in Christ so that they can become firmly rooted in him before they get into that turbulent world of middle school where they're being, as Maddie put, they're just confused with all the different things that this world is throwing at them. This year in Adventure Club, uh, we've been focusing on how worship is not just singing, but it is fully surrendering yourself to God. How in every part of our lives, we can worship him. Uh, we're seeing some pretty amazing heart change. Uh, just one example, we have a student that he accepted Christ this year in every single night that he is there. When he worships, he's on his knees in the middle of all the students, sometimes with his face fully on the ground, bowing in surrender to Jesus. He doesn't care about what influence is going on around him. All he cares is what's happening between him and Jesus. And that is an example of what we want to see happening in EDGE. Every year I get to know these students, these fourth and fifth graders, just a little bit better, and I'm reminded that there's no such thing as a junior Holy Spirit. He's present and active in their lives just as much as he is in ours. And so this year we we started a two-year curriculum. Uh, going into some basic things like how to treat your friends, all the way down into deep topics like hearing from the Holy Spirit. And, and we're, we're encouraging the kids in Bible literacy this year. Uh, we're, we're encouraging them to bring their Bibles each week. They're reading along with Scripture. Uh, we're seeing them memorizing key verses every week and have them even participating in a full year-long New Testament reading. But none of these the work that we do could be done without the 27 volunteers that we have between Sundays and Wednesday nights. And they are amazing. I just want to thank all of you for trusting us with your kids and allowing us to love them like Jesus. My name is Sandra Smith, and I have the honor to serve as the missions administrator. I appreciate the missions committee that meets every month and provides guidance throughout the year. You can see our team here is Ken Halsey, Pastor Kurt, Caleb Hutchins, Rose Crabtree, Rachel Hutchins, which you saw earlier, and myself. Your faithful giving to our church enables us to partner with eight local ministries, such as Be The One, which organizes mentoring programs in our local schools, and in Getty Refuge, which provides a safe house ministry for women who have experienced sex trafficking. We are also privileged to support nine different YWAM and Campus Crusade families, serving as close as the base here in Linden, all the way to Taiwan. 
In addition, we partner with seven amazing organizations that are working hard to reach the people of Haiti, Paraguay, India, Nepal, China, and Cambodia with the gospel. On behalf of all the folks who represent these ministries, thank you for your support. I wish I had time to share updates from each of them, but to avoid the music, let me highlight just a few ways that God has been working through some of our ministry partners this year. Diakonia in Paraguay was able to help over 4,000 families improve their quality of life through micro-enterprises and vocational training. Project 92, working primarily in India and Nepal, reported just over 10,000 first-time conversions and 1,750 baptisms. The Life-Giving Network in Cambodia now has 340 pastors in their network with an average of 400 to 500 new people in church each month. And from Haiti, in the midst of one of the most year, uh, difficult years politically and economically, New Generation Ministries give thanks for over 380 men and women who have entered into a new life with Jesus, and many that have been miraculously healed of sickness. In 2019, North County has given about $355,000 for committed monthly support, both locally and globally. This also includes helping with special needs as they've surfaced, such as money for international children's programs, cyclone relief, and distributing Bibles worldwide. We were also able to help with sending out a team of 20 high school students and seven leaders to Mexico on a YWAM-led trip. And this year was the first time that our Christmas wish list featured all mission needs. And your generous giving this year brought in almost $70,000. I'm so glad to be part of a mission-minded church that is making an impact for God's kingdom in Whatcom County and around the world. And I'm very excited with the council's decision to increase the tie that goes to missions from 10% to 12% in 2020. This will allow us to reach even more people with the love of Jesus. In Matthew 24:14, it says, And the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. And I encourage you to take a few minutes and look at our missions wall in the back of the commons and get to know some of our different ministry partners. Thank you. I don't get that in Kids Place. That's amazing. Uh, good morning. I'm Don Butchery, the Kids Place director, and I have the privilege of teaching kindergarten through third grade. And I'm representing right here our crazy, wonderful children's ministry team. There's our fearless leader, Pastor Kurt. There's Elisa Cuellar, Bree Mayberry, Megan Smith, Sonia Blankers, Mama Susie Snyder, Jesse Telgenhoff, Matt Bateman, Shauna Sletvik, me, Emily Colosicio, and Shania Butchery. Yeah, and on behalf of our children's ministry team, we want you to know that we love Jesus and we love kids of all ages, no matter what the age, and we're actually a bunch of big kids ourselves, so it's perfect. And we want them to know that they are gifts, that they are precious treasures that are made in the image of God, and we love teaching them the gospel, how Jesus wants to be their Lord, their Savior, and their very best friend. You know, 2019 was incredible. So many kids came to Christ. They were dedicated. They were baptized. It's incredible what God is doing in the hearts and minds of these kiddos. We shared the love of Jesus at every service, every program, like Adventure Club, where we see about 350 kids each week, and where Mama Sue's feeds us, makes us dinner, all the volunteers each and every Wednesday. At our Easter Fun Fair, we welcomed about 2,000 people through these doors alongside our 48 fabulous volunteers, and we celebrated the resurrection of Jesus. And at our Victory Day Camp, 
414 kids heard the gospel and the victory that only Jesus can bring alongside 176 volunteers who faithfully gave their time and their energy. It was incredible. And we had four amazing local all-stars share their faith story. And you know what? We had our harvest carnival too. And about 1,200 people came through the doors and 82 volunteers shared the joy of Jesus with each one. And thanks to all of you, our Christmas gift was incredible. 122 families were helped. 335 kids got a toy and a warm coat amongst many other things. So it was incredible. And our 120 volunteers loved families, prayed with them, and helped them pick out all of that stuff. And thanks to your generous, generous generosity, that's a weird phrase, but it's true, Um, for the food drive, we got to see so many families get fed, and we got to see PK kiss a cow and Pastor Matt eat a ghost pepper chili. So that was incredible. Have you noticed a theme yet? I'm saying a bunch of numbers, but every time it's followed by volunteers, and that's you. So thank you. We could not do a single program or event without you, and we truly appreciate everything you bring and how you're building his kingdom one kiddo at a time. So thank you, church family, for all of your support. We want to especially thank you for your generous giving, and we would like to invite you to experience firsthand all that God is doing in the hearts and minds of kiddos. So we would love for you to join our team. We have a ton of fun. Thank you so much. Hey, let's hear it for our staff this morning. What a wonderful group of people. We truly are blessed by this team. And like many of them have pointed out, you know, the team of volunteers that fills this room, uh, we just are so blessed by you. And I think as a church, we have something very special uh, going on here in in Northwest Washington. So thank you guys, everybody that does anything at all, okay? A couple things I want to mention as we bring our morning to a close, some of the areas that I work with personally. And one is men's ministry. A men's ministry we've been doing here for 15 years, and we have this thing called the fire. And what we do at the fire is we turn this room into a bunch of tables, and men come and they gather around the tables into small groups, and we have worship together, and we study the word together, and we pray for each other. It's just a great place for men to come and connect. You know, if you're feeling disconnected or you're feeling like you want to grow, come on out to the fire. We're going to kick off a brand new series starting this week. Uh, on Tuesday, so 7 o'clock right here. If you're a guy, come on out and join us uh, and get connected. It's really, really great. About 80 or 90 guys come out on a Tuesday night. And then I want to mention a brand new ministry this year that we saw uh, come into being, and that is Freedom Session. Freedom Session, for the first time here at North County, uh, started by Christy Hunter and helped by Tracy Nelson and some others, uh, great leaders at Freedom Session. And what Freedom Session's about is going through about 28 weeks of in-depth restoration and healing in your heart, you know, for just the things of the past. Uh, I don't think there's any person alive that doesn't have, uh, you know, some residue in our lives from the past. And so Freedom Session really helps us to work through those things that have happened in our past and to come to a greater place of healing so that we can be the best version of ourselves, right, with the Holy Spirit's help. So uh, we're going to finish up our session this spring, and then we're going to kick off again next fall. I would encourage you to keep your eyes open for it and watch for Freedom Session and give it a shot. It's really, really awesome ministry. 
The uh, last thing I want to mention is I mentioned a few weeks ago that Pastor Ted was going to be moving on from Kendall. And so I'm excited this morning to let you know that we have a new pastor in Kendall named Bill Lynch. And in fact, uh, where's Emily? Emily right here and Jeremy, who are part of the ministry here. Uh, Nate and Danica, who are part of the ministries here. Uh, it's, it's their dad and so and mom. And so he's going to be taking over starting next weekend. Uh, pastor Steve is doing a transition weekend today. Uh, helping them go between Ted and Bill, uh, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. And so, um, so it's a wonderful thing, you know, we've got the right names. So be praying for Kendall. It's a big change, but it's a great change. Uh, Bill's a wonderful man, a wonderful pastor, and you'll get the chance to get to know him as time goes on. So that's pretty awesome. So God is doing some amazing things. And honestly, again, I just wanted to take a moment and press pause and give us a chance to hear what God has done in 2019, um, but also in general, just to praise Him. He's an amazing Father, an amazing Savior. And, you know, I think oftentimes we just don't take some time just to say, thank you, Jesus, right? Thank you, Jesus, for who you are and for what you're doing in our lives and in our church. So thank you for letting us do that with you today. Now, we're going to bring this down to the reason why we can do this and the reason why we say the things we do. And the reasons why we serve here in Linden, uh, but really all over the world, and that is Jesus. And we're going to take a few moments this morning and celebrate him through communion. And so I know that a lot of times we talk about uh, what we do because James says, you know, show me your faith, I'll show you my works. He wants us to do good things, right, with who Christ has made us. But this morning we, we want to bring it back to what Jesus has done. So it's not just what we do. We do what we do because of what Jesus has done. And so this morning we want to bring it back to Jesus. We want to take some time and celebrate him. And I would encourage you to make it a very personal moment with him this morning. You know, as you kick off 2020 and, uh, you know, endeavor to take on a new year, that this would be a, a deeper experience with Jesus than even before. And that he would have more access to our hearts than even before. Uh, that we would involve him in our daily life more than ever before. And so we want to come back to Jesus. So worship team, would you come and, and would you stand with me this morning? They're going to lead us in a song as we come and receive our communion elements and take them back to our seats. But let me just pray a moment and thank Jesus this morning for who he is. Lord Jesus, we have spent the last 35 minutes talking about all the good things that you've done, all the lives that you've saved and baptized this year, God, all the ministry that you have done here in our own hearts, all the discipleship that you've done, Holy Spirit, in our lives as we've been changed and we grow more and more like you, Jesus. Lord, all that you've done around the world and in the places where your name had never been heard before, we've gotten to be a part of your name going to those places. And we're grateful for that opportunity. But Jesus, today we bring it back to you in this moment, to you and to us to you and our relationship with you. And we just want to say, Jesus, thank you. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for changing our lives. And Lord, we take a moment today to remember you like you said to do. That every time we would take the bread and the cup, that we would remember you. And that you loved us, you died for us, and you rose for us. And you are coming again for us. Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. 
Amen. So would you come and receive the bread and juice? There's some in the back as well. And take it back to your seat. And then I will lead you through a time of just recognizing Jesus in our life.